why does God plant us in churches? It's to afford us that opportunity to work for him. That's why it's important we meet together as a church so that we receive the blessing. So when the word of God, the rhema comes like this, the word has come. In the word is the blessing. The moment you receive the word, great grace is imparted for that which must be accomplished. So there is the informative dimension of the Bible and there is the revelatory dimension of the Bible. The revelation shows you what you must do to experience the hand of God. So when the word comes in the revelatory dimension, there is instruction. Building capacity for more. There is one thing that determines whether we will be given more and that is our capacity handle more. God is not in shortage of resources and God is not afraid to give you more. But the question is, can you handle what he gives? If your fuel tank takes 15 liters, how can he give you 30 liters? Your capacity is what is limiting you and not God. The day your capacity change, he will give more. Now, your word in season. You are worthy, 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 Babaratai. Ola Kaprata Sata. Bless the name of the Lord. Darakeseya. We worship you, Lord. Imada Bahakasata. Legede de Bahasata. O Tedehazadaha. O Yamala Elegra itata biruasata losta ikavahaya. Lord, we bless you. We bless you. We give you glory. You are worthy. You are worthy, O Lord. You are worthy. Blessed be your holy name, Aratadaka. Among the gods and among the lords, who is like thee? You are glorious in holiness, fearful in praise. We bless your name, O God. We give you glory. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mosatada Kashata. Ola Dabaha. Ezadabaha Kosata. Esatadabaha Sota Bahaya. Me free Marco. Memo. Name. Trun Trun. Alababahadaha. Be why I free my kumemo, be free my kumemo. Be why I be Eura de eu e frisa e frisa ye watch me hey free mata for ah the sumi frau auti e wo samenya bi waya ah e waya e na ese Mamma was so. 
Every side, every side, what a man, hey, free my time. Me shoot me from, me shoot me from, yeah, I would tell me what's happening. Me you are, me you are, nah, eh, Father, we want to say thank you for this morning. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ we enjoy. And thank you for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Thank you even this day, the 22nd of January, the first month of the year, 2023. Thank you that we have been enjoying the shepherd's embrace. We give you praise. We adore you. This morning, speak to us, precious Holy Spirit. Cause us to hear the voice of Jesus through your servant. And let there be impartation of knowledge of wisdom. And cause us even to ascend. And even become better in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Kindly take your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome somebody to church this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome somebody. Welcome to church. Sunday morning. Good to see you. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful to be here. Amen. Right. We've been looking at building capacity for more. Okay, I think this is very simple English and I know that everybody understands. Amen. Amen. Building capacity for more. What is capacity? I gave you the definition of capacity in my first, the first part of the message. What is capacity? Give me one word that explains capacity. The volume of measurement. Okay. Volume of what? Measurement, uh huh. Ability, uh huh. Potential. Okay. Competence. Beautiful. So, when we say you are building capacity for more, capacity, the volume of measurement, how much of what we are discussing can you carry? Because when we say, Capacity for more, more of what? So more of the resources of God. More of the things in God. Because we know that the Bible says, as for God, he giveth more. God is not in shortage of resources. Whatever it is that is in God for his children, there is more than enough. 
more. As a matter of fact, one of his names or descriptions or appellations is El Shaddai. The multi-breasted one. He has more than enough. Okay? So whatever is in God, we can have more. And our lives can be better than it is now. Okay? But it is not God that is responsible for how much we can carry. It is ourselves. We are actually limited in capacity. So when we are able to build capacity for more of whatever resource in God we want, then as for him, he giveth more. Alright? Then we also established how that a man, we who are in Christ, I know people get different things in different ways. Eh? For example, when you say God will do this for you, somebody will argue that it's not God. <laughs> Some people will say, look, it is money, it's not God. Okay? So there are different ideologies people live by. But we who are of faith, we agree and we believe that what we have is from God. So, if I have a house, my house is different from one who doesn't believe in God who has a house. As for mine, I believe it's from God. There's a God factor in my life. I thought you would say it. And for me, whatever blessing it is that you receive is from God. Right from the book of Genesis to Revelation, all the writers painted this picture for us. And I personally believe that is the truth. John chapter 3 verse 27. Last week we read it. Let's read it again. John 3, 27. Can you project it for us? John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from above. So, I know that hard work is good. But I believe my prosperity comes from God. Because there are more people who work hard but are not prosperous. So, we have to establish this. Then we read also in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Thank you, Jesus. He says, For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou did not receive? Now, if thou did receive it, why doest thou glory? And if thou hast not received it, huh? as if thou hast not received it. Can we read it in a newer version, NIV or something? NIV? Hallelujah. For who make you different from one uh, anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? Okay? So, for us in Christ... Whatever we have, we received it. 
say the God factor in my life. So whatever you have, you received. So whatever, 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 huh? whatever. So there is a call to build capacity. When you read the Bible and you study it well, there is the call to build capacity. It is not really crying for more. Because if you don't have capacity to handle what you are asking for, it may not be delivered at all. Praise God. So there's the call to build capacity for more. More of whatever resource that is in God. Praise God. So, for example, let me look, let's look at Isaiah 54. Verse number two and three. God is speaking to his people concerning an expansion that is coming. Okay? But then they need to build capacity to be able to handle that that he's bringing. Now listen to this. Enlarge the place of your tent. He didn't say I will enlarge the place of your tent for you. You. Enlarge the place of your tent. Then you. Stretch your tent. Huh? Curtains wide. Do not hold back. So say, Look, build capacity. Why? Lengthen your courts and strengthen your stakes. Build capacity. Because what is going to happen? Verse 3, he says. Verse 3. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. You see? Give it to us in King James. Then we'll read it in NLT. Let's read it in NLT first. All right? So, you don't even have a bank account. You're asking God for more money. Where would you keep it? Under your bed. (laughs) When we talk like this, it may sound like, oh no, it's not, it's not, it's not capacity. Yeah, God must do it. If you don't take life serious and take your responsibility, what you must do serious, you may think God is not even real. But God is very real. Look at this. NLT. Verse 2, please. Enlarge your house. Build an addition. Spread out your home. And spare no expense. Why? What is going to happen to you? Verse 3. For you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. Are you following the thing? Build capacity because there's coming an expansion. Then just imagine they stay there and say, if you will bring the enlargement, bring it. Capacity. Are you following the thing? It's like what he told the Israelites. He says, open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. What is your responsibility? Open your mouth. Not small. What? Wide. Does that sound like capacity for you? uh, uh, Psalm 81 verse number 10. Hmm. Balakasito shatas. So, I can ask, but I must be sure 
I'm ready to build capacity to handle what I am asking for. Are you getting the point? Praise God. He says, for it was I, no, 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 kindly go to, uh, okay, let's read this. For it was I, the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it with good things. Open your mouth wide and I'll fill it with good things. Build capacity. I want to fill you with good things. But do you have the capacity to receive? Capacity. There's a call to build capacity. Amen. So every resource in God that we want to have access to, there must be building of our capacities to be able to handle them. And last I think last two weeks we saw how we build capacity by hearing. Then last week we saw how we build capacity for more grace through what? Humility. Amen. Amen. Only two people are listening to me. Amen. Praise God. The more room you have, the more he can fill you with whatever resource that you require of him. There's a typical, I think I can use this scripture to explain it further to you. Second Kings chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4. There's a story there. There was this woman who was a wife of one of the sons of the prophet. So you can be a prophet and still be broke. She was a, a wife of a son of the prophet and the husband died. And when the husband died, they were owing so much money. God forbid you won't owe money. Hey. They were owing so much money that the creditors came to take her sons to be born slaves. So she ran to Elisha, the man of God. And the man of God asked her, what do you have in your house? Listen to this. It's, I think it's a very good picture to help you. He said, I have just a little cruise of oil. Just a small bottle of oil. Eh? A pot of oil. Small. Oh. Now the prophet wants to change her economic situation. But she now needs to build capacity because she is going to receive resource. Then listen to what the prophet said. Verse 3. Then he said, Go borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Vessels, volume. Now I'm going to multiply the oil for you, but you don't have capacity. So go and get vessels. Even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. If I was this lady. Sad and all. Vessels would have been in shortage in the whole town. But sometimes you can't help poor minds when you tell them to build capacity. It's like telling a poor man to give. He say, how much do I have? That's why the poor continue to be poor. The poor mindset, you know, he doesn't see possibility. The poor mind is restricted. You say this, you say capacity, say, oh, no, no, we need what to eat today. <laughs> borrow not a few. I dare tell you, this woman borrowed a few. Oh, yes. 
Let me show you why. Listen to the instruction of the prophet. The next verse. The next verse. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy son, and shall pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So now, build capacity. I'm going to multiply oil for you. Borrow not a few. She borrows a few. Say, ah, why are you saying she borrowed a few? Look at how fast the vessels were finished. Look, let's go. Verse 5. She went, so she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured out. Look, look at something here. If she really invested a lot in building capacity, that would have been recorded. Maybe you didn't get what I said. If he really spent a lot of time building, that is, there could have been a statement that she so borrowed vessels that the city was short of vessels. But there was no comment about it. Okay, so now she was pouring. So she's built some capacity. She's pouring. Okay, go. Verse 6. And it came to pass, oh, from 4 to 6, the vessels are finished. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her, son, bring me yet a vessel. And she, he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. Then what happened? And the oil stayed. That means if the vessels were a thousand. As long as there were, was vessel, the oil will, will, will keep flowing. Somebody shall capacity. capacity. Oh yes. So please, if there is shortage, probably the vessel is full. How do we create room for more capacity? There must be more vessels. Huh? The message is not helping you. <laughs> did, you see, did you see capacity in there? Right. So today, what do I want to look at? <laughs> the Spirit of God will have us look at how to build capacity for more resources in terms of you can money... Whatever. Okay? Specifically, financial blessing. Please, I don't teach this because I want something from you. I'm teaching the Bible. Please, listen. And if you apply yourself to the truth, see if the truth works or not. So, there's a call to build capacity. Now, there are three pillars Jesus makes mention of. Because when he was making reference to them, he said, when you do this, when, if it is when, then it is compulsory. It's a pillar. Three things. When you give, when you pray, when you fast. That means all these three are capacity builders for more in God. Giving, praying, fasting. You can't truly fast and not have more in God. But there's that which fasting brings. You can't truly pray and not have more in God. There's that which prayer brings. And you can't truly give and not have more because there's that which giving brings. When you give, when you pray, when you fast, I pray this year, these three pillars will be very strong in your life. Huh? So that the more of whatever they bring in God, you will receive them.
Matthew chapter 6, verse 3, verse 5, verse 8, verse 16, verse 17. <laughs> Matthew 6, 3. It says, But when thou doest alms, alms means giving, okay? Let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, okay? But when, but when, I want, the emphasis is, but, but when thou doest alms, when you give, to verse 5, let's go, verse 4. That thine name arm may be in secret and the, the, thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. So you see, you give arm, he reward you. So, so, huh? Okay. Verse 5. And when thou prayest, when you pray, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites. There's, there's a way to pray. But when, when, my, my focus is when thou prayest, when, when, not if, when. It's compulsory. Verse 16. Moreover, when ye fast, when, when ye fast, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sour countenance. You see, they near their face. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. When ye fast. So three pillars. What are the three pillars? Mention them one to go. When you give, uh-huh. When you pray, uh-huh. When you fast. When you fast. But today I want to focus on the giving part. Okay? The giving part. To build capacity for more resources in God. To receive more. Giving is one of the essential ways to build capacity. You hold what you have. You remain at the same level. <laughs> so when you look into the scripture, you will see the clear principle of giving and receiving. Is there. Giving and receiving. In other parts, you will see it is rendered sowing and reaping. Now, Paul the Apostle wrote a lot about this when he related to the church. But I think I want us to read Jesus before we read Paul. So let's read Jesus. So that you see what Jesus himself said. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. I want it in, in the New Living Translation. Luke 6 38. Where is it? Give. And you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Pressed down. Shaking together. To make room for more. Running over. And poured into your lap. Listen, listen to this. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. But people want to have more. But they want to keep what they have. Eh? No. People of God. Now listen to this. Philippians 4. 15. The moment we start teaching like this, in people's minds, ah, the pastor wants to take our money. <laughs> no, please. It's not about that at all. At all. If we want to have more, we must be taught the truth. Philippians chapter 4. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving. Giving and receiving. Giving and receiving. But ye only. Huh? But ye only. 
Verse 16. 16. For even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. 17. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Verse 18. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Then listen to his prayer for them. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. This prayer was not for everybody. They had given, giving and receiving. Now they had expanded their capacity for more by their giving to the man of God. Huh? Amen. Let's read in NLT. Go back to the verse 15. Let's read in NLT. Vadavike satas. There are those who tell Christians, he said, you are making the men of God rich. Don't give to them. They are brainwashing you to take your money. No, these same people are going to fetish priests to, to cut cow. Those guys saying that. They are going to cut a cow. Which is more expensive. <laughs> Uh, they are going to cut cow. <laughs> Listen to this. As you know, that you Philippians were the only ones who gave me financial help. When I first, you see, this one makes it clear. Eh? <laughs> when I first brought you the good news and then traveled on from Macedonia, no other church did this. So definitely you will see that one church will prosper more than the other. Eh? Yes. 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 There are churches who look at other churches and say, ah, look at how prosperous they are. But the man of God is not ready to sow as this other man of God is sowing. Oh, no, what are you talking about? You can't eat your cake and have it. There is no promise that comes with receiving. There is a promise that comes with giving. If you are just sitting down, just receiving, 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 there's no promise with it. But when you give, then you have created more room for, for receiving. For more. Put, put the scripture back there in the New Living Translation. Yes. The financial help. Uh, no other church did this. No other church. <laughs> no other church. No other church. No other church. Let me, let me tell you my wisdom. If I want more, I will take the last I have and I'll go and sow. That's my wisdom. Whether it's for the church or whatever, that's my wisdom. And there are different ways we sow. Sometimes I can bring the last. I will sow to church members. Oh, yes. I will go and sow higher. I will sow to higher graces. That's my father's. You get what I'm trying to say? Yes. Probably it may even be the last amount. Then, inflow. <laughs> Because I've built capacity for more to come. No, some people will not give anything. They will be calling somebody else to ask them. Say, hello. Yeah, man of God. Man of God. The way you even hear the man of God, it shows that he too is a man of God. Man of God. I really need some help. Can you send me something? And because you respect me, you say, yes, please, sir. Let's say two hours is not gone. Man of God. I've not heard anything from you. 
man of God. <laughs> and I heard anything from you. <laughs> Look at the next verse. <laughs> the next verse. The next verse. Even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent help more than once. More than once. Go. The next verse. I don't say this because I want a gift from you. Rather, I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. Verse 18. Then he says, at the moment, I have all I need and more. I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent me with the Epaphroditus. They are a sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. Verse 19. This is people's offering. No. That's making the man of God. It's not tongue to He's speaking English. But, but you see, at that time, he was writing in Greek. So. <laughs> and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. People of God. Managa. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1 to 11. <laughs> Man of God. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Let's start from verse number 1. Bakokoro satasakeso. Legraitatas itosh. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 1. Let me read it. People of God. Man of God. Listen to this. For us touching, let's read it in NLT straight. Let's read it in NLT. I really don't need to write to you about this ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem. Verse 2. For I know how eager you are to help. And I have been boasting to the churches in Macedonia that you in Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. In fact, it was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonian believers to begin giving. The next verse. <laughs> but I am sending these brothers to be sure you are really ready. As I have been telling them and that your money is all collected. I don't want to be wrong in my boasting about you. <laughs> Managa. Let's read on. <laughs> we would be embarrassed not to mention your own embarrassment. If some Macedonian believers came with me and found that you weren't ready after all I had told them. That's fine. So, thought I should send these brothers ahead of me to make sure the gift you promised is ready. But I want it to be a willing gift, not one giving grudgingly. Verse 6. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. Are you seeing the thing? You stop crying about luck. Practice giving and receiving. Stop. I never saw people crying about luck and got something. Huh? It doesn't matter how much tears you... Let's say a married couple believing God for a child. Huh? It doesn't matter how the fasting uh, the couple will do the praying and crying in tears the tears rolling down their cheeks. Huh? After prayer, after crying, if they don't go and do the do. So you realize that praying is important. 
Fasting is important. But it is not the right seed for pregnancy. No. no you can pray for a thousand years. Say, so my husband, I love you. Well, let's believe God for a child. Oh God, there's nothing too hard for you. And they go home. Husband is sleeping here. Wife is sleeping here. Then the husband will tap the wife. My wife, I hope you are okay. God will do it. And they just sleep and wake up in the morning. They are refusing to do their part. Giving and receiving. Stop crying about the lack. Start practicing the scriptures. Build capacity for more. How do you build capacity for more resources? Give. Hmm. I, 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 can, I can tell you stories. My last. And, and I'll, I'll show it. And somebody think, ah, he has plenty. <laughs> yes, I will never lack plenty because I will give plenty. I will keep giving plenty. Are you getting the point? Amen. Amen. Today, I'm just introducing it to Today, I, I, I won't be able to really get deep into the, the <laughs> But I know you are getting the point. Let's read on, please. We've not finished. We read verse what? Verse 6. We are reading till verse 11. Let's hurry up, please. Then he says, so God doesn't want uh, he says, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. <laughs> For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. The next verse. And, uh, and God will generously provide all your need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Believe the Bible. It's true. Did you get it? Verse 9. Verse 9. As the scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. Go. Verse 10. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources. And then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Oh. He will increase your resources. He will increase your resources. He will increase your resources. Huh? But he said he provides seed for the farmer. What would the farmer do with seed? You sow it. You plant it. Okay. Go verse 11. You will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. Now, go back to the verse number 9 or verse 8 and give it to us in King James. King James. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound unto every good work. Verse 9. And it is written, he that despairs abroad, he hath given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. Verse 10. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, he ministers seed to the sower and bread for your food. Then what will he do? 
Multiply your seed sown, not your bread. He will multiply your seed sown and increase the fruit of your word. Righteousness. Please. God will forever provide seed for you. But most of us, we squander our seed. It is not everything that is fruit. It's not every money that comes to you that is fruit. You don't like my message, eh? Some money's are seeds. And actually, every fruit has a seed. There's a seed part of every fruit. So, if you eat the fruit and chew the seeds, what will you expect? You won't receive anything. Praise God. So, respect seed. Respect seed. I said do what? Respect seed. It is more blessing to give than to receive. Praise the Lord. Let me answer a simple question. Then I think I'll begin to round up for today. Because I have to show you different kinds of givings. Okay? But I can't do that today. But I know you'll be blessed. Let me, let me, let me answer this question. Does how much you give matter? Have you ever heard people it is not the amount. It's just your heart. Huh? Okay, so you can give thousand, but you give hundred. And it is not the amount. It's your heart. <laughs> yeah. Does what you give, how much, does how much matter to God? Does how much? Remember, he said, the one that sows sparingly, also report sparingly, but the one that sows bountifully, if how much doesn't matter, why would the scripture show us so? Jesus said, The measure with which you meet, let's read that scripture again. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Let's read it again. Can you imagine? I think sometimes we speak like this, but people really don't believe it because they think that, uh, you know. Do you know that sometimes I can come to church and probably maybe the last money I have on me is my offering and my tithe. Oh yes. And it's a lot. And I never hold back because I so believe in sowing and reaping. What, by the time I finish the next week, the inflow. And sometimes even the harvest is not in money. Sometimes you sow a seed and it's for your child yet unborn. It's for uh, your marriage. Yes. A seed can save you from a Jezebel. Oh, yes. And if you are a female too, a seed can save you from an Ahab. Ahab. Look at this Luke chapter 6 verse 38. It says, Give and it shall be given Good measure pressed down and shaking together and running over shall men give into your for what? Huh? For with the same measure that ye, ye meet without, it shall be measured to you again. So you see, those of you that just say, oh, I, oh, it's from the heart. And it's just one city, one city. All the time. It's ten, you know, some people never lift their level of giving. 
It's every day. It's 10 cities. You'll be there. 10 CD level. There's a 10 CD level. I'm telling you. Let, let me say. I think I can say this. I don't know. I had been going to my father to sow. <laughs> I will go. I will sow. I will go. I will sow. I will go. I will sow. Huh? I will go. I will sow. I will sow a number of zeros. I can't tell you. I will go. I will sow. I will, I will, I've gone several times. He never touched me. Not that he knows what I'm coming to sow. It's not discussed. I'm going. It's a spiritual instruction. And I honor him. And I've been so blessed by his ministry that I go to honor him. I go to say thank you. That's my journey. My journey is to say thank you. Thank you for, for, for even answering the call for, 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 for. I'll tell you some other stories. <laughs> so I'll go also. I'll go also. He never came close. Not that he doesn't even know what I have brought to. The last one that I went, when God spoke to me and said, go and go and do this, he gave me instruction. Amazingly, that was the highest of all I've ever taken. He came close. He placed his hand on me and said, come, let's take a picture. He has not opened it. <laughs> you, say, you, say, you say the measurement doesn't matter. Sit down there. Some people some certain things will never open because you don't want to you don't want it to touch you you want you keep the best and you send the change you don't get it you keep the best then you send the change keep on no wonder it's only change that will come to you please i'm not saying this to <laughs> once i went to my father Lukaka hasuna kai adapi di anta alagada hasis. When I placed the offering there, he 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 had no he doesn't even know what is it. But I knew the measure. He went and picked a horn. He said the residue of what I was anointed bishop. You keep sending change. You keep sending change. One time he places another palm because I had taken, I had taken, <laughs> he didn't even know what is inside. Palm said double portion. Do you know double portion? Yes, I have many children. Double portion is I place you first. You, you may not believe it. That day will come. <laughs> Some people spend their best and send change. You send it. Keep sending change. Keep giving God one one Ghana. Do you know even when I'm giving to the poor, I don't like to give a certain amount. If I feel impressed to give to the poor, no, you don't respect the poor. <laughs> you don't. That's why what the thing you have for the poor is only the change. But the Bible says, "He who gives to the poor lends to the Lord." Now, Bonyami Bosian wants to be a person of Amro. Who or say, dear Oma, here need be be no. What Bonyami Bosian? Now, Bonyam Bosian, what gun and quana de Bonyami Bosian? Now, the brown of no sin will cry ten times and yet ten city. Ha 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 
Mrs. Osihunkrampo. Does the amount matter? Or it doesn't? Please. Please. <laughs> he that had pity upon the poor lended unto the Lord. And that which he had given, will he pay him again? Then you give 50 pesos. Only, it's only 50 pesos you give. Can I have a coin? Can I have coin? Anybody with coin? Coin. Any coin at all? Coin. Coin. Respect the poor. Somebody is standing by the roadside and you in your mind, oh, it's nothing. I'm just going. That's how yours will come. Pick it for me. Is it because you don't respect giving, you think it is just something that. <laughs> I never squeeze my offering. Do you know people's minds? They give the money to pastor. Me, I give to God. I respect the spirit realm. I never give an offering without writing at the back. No, it's my practice. This is my sacrifice of worship. Glory to God. This is my rent-free prosperity seed. Don't come and criticize me when you see me staying in my own house. And my house will be very beautiful. <laughs> Some people, they does God coins. They dance the most. <laughs> just one guy. <laughs> Do you know what attracted God to Solomon? In place of one cow, he slaughtered thousands. God said, ah, why? What do you want? Hey, catch it. Catch it. Obiye trap akuna ene wetwa 1000 unko one day wetwa 1000 eno ya nantwi unko yenkan nyan nkan wo say crash me nya de me nya de na ma ho ade wo de kasa 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 ma me nya san ne ntia sia me de bu man you see what them misa crash me maska nya san na me de ma ho misa discover kan ho eh that's how much matter Mark chapter 12, verse 41 to 44. I'm giving you just two scriptures. <laughs> Man of God. Man of God. <laughs> One time, can I even say this? One time, we were under a shade. Every, ever before we bought a land to build a church to build building like building to, we built buildings we're under a shed in a place called Eha and I said the shed was called Matches Box popularly, popularly known as Matches Box some, by those who knew us one time we were worshipping and the Lord spoke to me and said today As a matter of fact, a night before I had a vision, and the vision, a certain man of God had come to me and he said, Do you want to? I was, I went to where the children meet. Then I saw him counting a lot of money. So I said, Ah, by you, dear, 
What are you doing here? Counting a lot of money. Because I was very surprised in that encounter. Then he asked me a question. He's in my church counting money and he's asking me a question. Then he asked me a question. Do if I give you a double of this, will you feel it? I said yes. It's okay. So I'm going to give it to you. When I woke up, the Lord said, every tithe and offering you receive today, go and give it to him. God, do you know the expenses? The bills, are you aware? He said, go and give it to him. After church, I didn't even count the money. The coins, everything I... Such a great man of God. How do you see him? I went to his church. Somebody said, who is it? Mention the name. <laughs> Should I mention the name? You want to mention the name? So, I went there. When I got to the church, they asked me, yes. I said, I'm looking for man of God. Amazingly, they didn't say anything. They said, okay, come. Hey, I went to sit at the reception and he said, he said he's coming. I said, then he called me, he said, come. And I went to his office. He's sitting in his big chair. He said, yes. What can I do for you? Then I told him what the Lord said I should come and do. That. Then he prayed. Right after that, things started happening. We got a land. With, look, many things happened. Yes. Just this week, the Lord spoke to me again to go to. <laughs> you keep, 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 keep keeping the biggest and send the change. You keep sending the change. Some of us, we have found the secret and we will play it out. Put the scripture there. I said we're reading. Listen to this. That's how much matter. Listen to this story. Jesus. And Jesus sat over against the treasury. So, the treasury, let's say this is the offering bowl. Bring the offering bowl. So, they were, uh, Jesus was sitting. Uh, let's say this is where they give the offering. And Jesus was sitting here. Checking what everybody is putting inside. You said he doesn't see what you put inside. And the amount doesn't matter. Jesus is sitting here and checking. And he saw the big guys coming. This guy can give 10,000, but he, gave a, he, he came and just gave 500. And the people, because they don't know what is in his pocket and know what he is worth, but God knows. He, he's giving five, but God is saying, ah, what is that? That's the change. That's your change. Even your dog feed is more than that. Some of you, the pizza you eat, you never give God that offering. You eat more pizza than offering. You, you don't like the message I'm preaching. You don't. You, I, know, I know some people are not happy that I'm preaching such a message. Some people, their weekly airtime is more than the tithe they ever give. You think you are deceiving who? Me. Me. Oh, you of one, sir. What's your of one, sir? Jesus is standing there looking. Then the big men are coming and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. And many that were rich cast in much. Look at that. Verse 42. And he called unto him his disciples and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that this poor widow has cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. Sometimes we want to, hey, this is my widow's might. Hey, you don't know widow's might. Widow's might, this widow, 
her might was all she had. You, you are bringing your change, not all you have. So don't say it's your widow's might. Widow's might means it was all that she had. Go. Huh? For all they did cast in their, of their abundance, but she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. Go. Let's read it in NLT. NLT. Let's read verse 41, right? 41. Quickly, please. So, Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Huh? So, in the eyes of the public, they are putting in large amounts. But let's look at what Jesus thinks. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. Verse 43. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions. Go, verse 44. For they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. That means when even she goes home, she doesn't know what she's going to eat. You said how much does it matter? You know, when, when we were roofing our first building in Asidia, one of my sons, he came to me and said, Papa, this is all I have saved for my wedding. Take it. Let's roof the building first. He was the first person to have a wedding in the building. Respect giving all. How much does it matter? There are certain situations, I am telling you, you will never see a breakthrough until you give a sacrificial offering. Huh? A prophetic word has come. Oh yes, God says good. Then you, you have been saving all your money because you have a plan to do something. The Lord may place a demand. And that's why he speaks to your heart. Because maybe if he sent me to come and tell you, say, ah, the pastor wants to take my money. Oh. These pastors say money. <laughs> these pastors and money you keep giving your change there's one story in the book of 2nd Kings I'm rounding up 2nd Kings chapter 4 verse 8 to 17 let me show you one thing there there's this concerning the Shunammite woman I want to show you something now listen to this and it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem there was a great woman and she constrained him to eat bread look at this prophet Elisha will pass by a place and this woman will always give her food there are some people they can buy a car but they are giving bread one time I was telling some of my son I said you you can buy me a car you are bringing me bread have I told you I can't buy bread but they think they are bringing something. I said, you can build you. You can build me a house. You are bringing me what? Milo. Look. What you want to open up may not open up. You are holding on to something. This woman was providing food. But the prophet never asked, what do you need? Until she did something. Look at what she did. And so, it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in either to eat bread. Uh, prophet too. Prophet too will come. I mean, as usual, okay. This woman is providing bread. She come and she, she sits down and eats bread. 
And I'm one idea, preference, and what has already no call. And then our boy, I'm pissing, you control me, no, I mean, you, you are rich woman, you can do more. You are just providing food, okay. And she said unto her husband, something prompted her, I can do more for this man of God. Behold, now I perceive that this is an holy man of God, which passed by us continually. Verse 10, look at what she did. Verse 10, let us make a little chamber, let's build for him. I pray thee on the wall and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in hither. Not only give him food, let's build for him. Then what happened? And it fell on a day that he come, came hither and he turned into the chamber and lay there. Almost see a prophet and cast out the masremo. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. On friend, the said, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. Verse 13. And he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. The moment he built for him. Huh? There are some testimonies when I share them. Uh, it may sound some way. I have some testimonies. Oh. What wow, testimonies? The next verse. Look at something. And he said, what then is it to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, verily he had no child. And her husband is old. There had never been discussion of answering this need until she did what she did. Giving and receiving. The next verse. And he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. Verse 16. And he said, about this season according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thy handmaid. Because he is old. The husband is old. How possible? Her feet. The next verse. The next verse. And the woman conceived and bare a son. At that season that Elisha has said unto her, according to the time of life. <laughs> this year, I will so danger, I will be more dangerous in my giving this year. Because I know what it, 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 it can do. You hold back? Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. As I round up, Galatians chapter 6. Last scripture. Have I used the scripture to explain things enough to you? Babara tu se. Kataka tosh adahaya aka. Lekedeka sitenkopo uras. You can buy a car. You can buy a car. But you are buying, you are buying BB, BB bread. He said, "Upon with the mood, <laughs> man of God, man of God." You can buy me a car. You are bringing me BB bread. Do you know there are some of my sons and daughters? The way God has blessed them, when they bring me a seed, I laugh in my head. I say, "Look at the seed you are bringing me. You what you are spending on yourself." 
the kind of things you are doing, the money you have that you, oh, sorry, yeah. some people, they can't even think that I am worth more than a thousand. They can't think. Thousand, yeah, yeah. Or the, or the year to me, so. Thousand, yeah. Thousand, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, they are doing things in tens of thousands. And they know that it's because of this oil. Well, they'll just bring th thousand. Hype is coming. We are programming that. that, that. Mm. Man of God, a thousand, yeah. It is not because I need something. It's a principle. Me, every February, I'm in Accra. I go to Bishop. Every February. <laughs> then every August, from July, August, I'm there again. Then the end of the year, I'm there again. Ask my father in the city. Ah! Busumibia. 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 So, if people are given to man of God, ah, the people are many. But who said it's your harvest for someone else? Then I have some people. Ha! They are dangerous. Ha! I have some of my sons eh, and daughters. They've caught this spirit. It's serious. It's serious. What they will do because they understand it. And I, I, I can see all of them, their level of prosperity. So don't hold back and think that you are going to meet somebody. It's not about meeting a need. What do I have that Bishop needs? He doesn't need anything from me. Ah! Me! Do you understand who I'm even talking about? He's one of the wisest, greatest men on the earth. Very wealthy by all standards. He doesn't need anything from me. He will forever, never, ever, ever need anything from me. What, what, what would Reverend God need from me? Nothing. Bishop, what? Nothing. It's me that need the receiving, you know. The receiving, you know. Messi say, the receiving, you know. Huh? The receiving, you know. So I pray for you that you catch this grace to give. And when you are given, now I've answered this question to, for you. Does the, does how much matter? It does! Don't, don't be keeping your best and giving change. No, what does he want? He doesn't need anything. As a matter of fact, what does God need? The breath you are breathing, who gave it to you? Do you know it cannot cross on people's minds to give a certain amount to God? or to a servant, or to the poor, or whatever. There are some people, I tell you, they have money. They have money in their accounts. Their mothers and fathers will ask them for money. They will never give them. May come with my papa, parents. Because as for your father, he doesn't need anything, isn't it? Me, my dad always blesses me. Hey! My... My dad always, always, my mom, always, because Ebeko, Ebeko, who is Ebeko? And your pan, who? 
those of you that are always crying of need, lack, lost, it, it will not answer to tears. It won't. It will not answer to tears. Men and may catch us, it will not answer to tears. May grace, grace, the grace to give come upon you. As I'm standing, I'm thinking about paying people's admission. Lady, uh, uh, Lady Reverend, come. I have even some envelopes here. Let, let, come. If you, if you, are, you are going to school, this is welfare. Want to help some people pay admission fee? Come. Somebody says, "Ah, you, why are you are preaching? I'm preaching. I'm telling you that this is not. We don't preach theory. No, I told Reverend. I said, "Go. You are going to school. You have gone to Mampo. Go and apply. This is this is Reverend. This is his admission fee. I'm paying his admission." It's not math. It's not, it's, not, it's not you are just talking. We believe what we preach. God bless you. You are going to school. In Jesus' name. We'll help you. We'll continue to help you. God bless you. Thank you, Lady Reverend. Somebody say, ah, pastor. Me too. I'm going home. I didn't know. I didn't know that you are going because you have not come to tell me anything. I didn't know. And sometimes you think, people think, oh, it's because they have. It's because they have. It is not because we have. We give to enlarge our capacity for more. It's not. Look, this is not a show. We do it in secret. I just felt because I had them packaged. I just felt I must do this. We do it in secret. We've been paying things in secret already. Oh yes. Oh yes. So you there, you you everything you keep, you keep the best and you give the change. <laughs> don't don't keep your best and give the change. I want to challenge you. When it gets to the season where you have to give, don't play with it because whether you like it or not, this principle, you can't change it. You can't change it. You know, I will say this when we're about to get married. You know, my parents didn't really think I was ready for marriage, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Parents normally think like that. <laughs> I was 27 years. I was like, no, I'm getting married. Actually, I told my father when I was 22 that I wanted to get married. <laughs> Can you just imagine? 22 years old. <laughs> because at 22, I already knew my wife. We worked for six years. So, by 27, I said, please, I can't contain myself anymore. This one is too beautiful. Look, let me marry her fast. My dad, you know. Then, I had golden rings. It was cast in, uh, by a white man in the UK for me. I was in his workshop. Then I was called by 
man of, man of God. Because he had to, he had to send a seed to Reverend Christ. And he said, I want to give you opportunity. I said, hey, thank God. This is the door. I told my wife to be. I said, I'm taking the rings. It's the most valuable thing. Gold. I was there, 18 car gold. Pure, I mean, beautiful. I'm taking them. Then she had had a contract. Because she was a caterer. She's been baking for a long time. She didn't start today. The contract was worth a certain amount. Then I said, bring the money. Then I added something. I went to change it into dollars. That time we got $100. Then I added it to the rings. And I took it to the man of God. I think I added some wine and some cake and all that. I took it to the man of God. The tongues he prayed. Me tibida. Up to now, me see me tibida. What did he say? Tongues. So, pam, no more. Show up, brown. Kabado. Me see tongues, no. After that, come and see. Somebody will call from Austria. Take this number of euros. Take. And we got married. All hindrances were cleared. My father, that he was not really. He gave us more money. Sorry. Reverend Chris came to Ghana some two years or something ago. Yeah. I went for that meeting. Yeah. When I was going, I packaged my envelope. I didn't have much money on me at that time, but at least my $200 video. That, that time was, I mean, I packaged my $200. I went. Yeah, because $200, it's not that heavy to go to Pastor Chris like that. So, Charlie, I was called. It's got into the man of God. Man of God. <laughs> Glory to God. Look, some of us in. <laughs> I can tell you story after story after story. We believe in giving. Big time. When we're building on all those things, the Lord spoke to me. He said, Look, don't take anything from church. Make sure everything that comes, you use it for the work. He said, that is how you show me you want to really give all to me. Oh, yes. We believe giving. Giving. So when the harvest too starts, you can't stop it. I pray, enlarge your capacity for more by giving more. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Elijah said to the widow, go and bake a cake for me to eat first. When he baked for the, she baked for the prophet, the shilak, everybody was in farming. She was enjoying at home with the son. What did she give? She gave her last. She gave her last. She gave her last. I see a certain guy who write, I want to be I'm uh, Dangote Jr. I said, would you say people help you Dangote Jr. Dangote now just a Dangote Jr. I can say Zabem. Dangote simple sir. Trimba and I'm giving. I I learned, I was listening to his his uh, some things about him. For a long time, he still drives his old car. He gives more than he spends. And he's the richest man. Basically, probably in Africa or something. He was traveling. And Archbishop needed a flight. For, for some of his people that come to Then he offered 
his place. Then Archbishop told him, this thing that you have done. He, said, he gave something. What the? Please. Galatians 6.6. 6. Last scripture. I've closed. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Huh? He said, the one that has been teaching you the word of God. Share your good things with him. So I've been teaching you the word of God. It is time to also share your good things with me. Do you understand? Not, not your change. Not your surplus. One man of God, somebody brought him second-hand clothes. A bag full of second-hand clothes. Second-hand clothes. What would he do with it? He said, they also carried it. He told the wife, throw, throw them away. <laughs> because a bag full of second-hand clothes. It's like, ask for pastor. What he deserves is the change. He don't really... Don't let the world spoil your mind about giving to your man of God. They say things like, look at how posh they are. And they are sucking the blood of the poor. <sighs> it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. They say, what work do they do? What work do they do that they should drive good cars? Can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? What work does the president do? No, no, no. Technically, what work does the president do? Ah. Wait. What work does he do? Like, Let's talk about it. What work does he do? I've been standing here preaching, right? It's all about preaching here. Okay. What work does the teacher do? No, the teacher, what work does the teacher do? The teacher stands in front of children and teaches them what they should know for life. That's the work of the teacher. Isn't it? Thank you very much. Your teacher may never fast for you. Your teacher may never pray for you. Your teacher may never. <laughs> they may not even teach you all they know. <laughs> No, don't, don't let the world spoil your mind. What work do they do? They don't do any work. They don't do any work. I've been sitting down from last night. The fastings, the prayers, I don't do any work. Say, they just sleep. Say, when you call the pastor at 10 a.m., what you expect is that the pastor is sleeping, isn't it? But what time should I sleep? Who determines that? What time does the pilot sleep? If the pilot's flight is in the night and he's flying in the night, the pilot is not an accountant. That means the pilot can be sleeping at 12 noon because he will fly in the night. They don't do any work. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Galatians 6.6. 6. I'm, I'm, I'm rounding up. How many times have I said it? Let him that is taught in word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. I wish 
I could open my heart for you to see. My heart is pure. Put it there. That won't stop us from reading. All good things. Good things. Not not good things. Verse 7. Verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. So you keep sowing change. Whatsoever. May the Lord equip us with grace for giving. And as we give, may our capacities to receive be enlarged, be built in the name of Jesus. And may the Spirit of God cause any scale that covers our eyes from seeing the truth, let them be removed. And may the Lord bless you. May He bless you. Even as you apply yourself to the truth in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a living amen. amen. Hallelujah. Let's close your eyes at this moment. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Father, we want to say thank you for blessing us. Let everybody under the sound of my voice be equipped. Equipped with grace. The grace of giving also. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for fellowshipping with us in the shepherd's voice. My pastor Christian just handed to you the seed of success for a victorious living in Christ Jesus. For more of our messages, kindly access them on Facebook, Telegram, Podcast Addict, and Podcast, all at My Pastor Christian. For prayer and pure pastoral counsel or any other inquiry, call or WhatsApp our helpline on MTN 540 you can also join us in any of our glorious celebration services on every Sunday from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. for our first service and from 10 a.m. to 12 noon for our second service at the Fresh Oil Assembly, Kumasi City Church, KCC, Edum, right opposite the GRA building or behind the Ejaba building. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.